welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best possible time to ever listen to this show is all of the gosh darn time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, Kelp, Nougat, Crunch, Zach Main, and I'm here with Alexander Beardsley and... We're gonna be pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Sure cool. we are. Um, because today we are going over ARG and Rock Bottom. Indeed. Two of the scurviest episodes on this here season. Um and what a good uh what a good time to be alive right now because these episodes are both awesome. Um Yes. And I just wanna get out of the way. First things first, in I'm the, the last episode, I was like, Arg, what even happens to that episode? It's a stupid, dumb episode. I didn't say that, but I feel like I kind of made it seem that way. But I think because the title of it kind of misled me, if I like was aware that it was like the board game one, I would have been like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. It would have all clicked together more for me. But I was just like... I know that they're on a treasure hunt and there's a map, but I can't really remember too much else from that. But, but hol- holy darn, it's a good episode. Yes, and you guys are going to get the greatest pleasure, hopefully, out of listening to said episode and remembering just how good it was because it's a classic. And yeah, we'll be laughing and giggling along. And we're, I mean, there's going to be a lot of clips from that one, I think. Like yeah. when I was going through and watching it, I was like, dude, it's going to be a lot of clips. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you, for the first time, did dedicate an episode to people. Yeah. Um, I think that this would be a great episode. Not Maybe not for dedication or something of the sort, I guess. No, dedicate it. Just yeah, do it. Yeah, this one should be dedicated to uh, Lance and Stacy, two of my best friends. Stacy being the first guest on the podcast. They're getting married this weekend. Two day, or tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Um, and they're two of my best friends in the world, and uh, I can't wait to be a part of their their marriage and their wedding, and uh, it's great. So yeah, it's awesome. Uh, congrats to you both. Assuming hopefully one of you is listening. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are getting the greatest of praise from. The, the boys at the Striped Sweater Podcast. Yeah, maybe uh, the boys of the Striped Sweater Podcast. We also go by the Bikini Bottom Bad Boys occasionally. Also, we're resident tough guys. And we're going to be pirates. Indeed. Today we are. Um, So, like, how's, uh, how's things going, Zach? How's your week been? Just before we jump into it, you know, get a little get a little rickety roll in. I don't know. Rigamarole? 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 Yeah. <laughs> the old rope dope? Um things are good. I'm slowly curing my FIFA addiction, which is nice. Oh, is that right? How are you doing that? I'm doing it by being treated like shit from EA Sports. It's really helping me. Like, <laughs> you ever try to like break off a friendship or something and like the person is just horrible and they make it really easy? You're like, "Okay, now I understand why I'm leaving this." Like situation, yeah, it's like the same. I know. You know I've you always been like, man, FIFA really makes you do some dumb stuff, and they hardly reward you for it. Yeah. But the you know the more times that they keep messing up, it's like, 
All right, well, it is what it is. The only reason I play it so much is because of my love for the sport of soccer, yeah, which love, I just played yesterday. You love the sport. And, you know, it's funny because, oh, that's awesome. How did you do? Did you guys win? We did. <clears throat> we won uh, by a pretty good margin. I I scored a goal. Nice. Um, I should have scored a <clears throat> few, but one of them I was literally I right in goes. front of the net. And I hit the the crossbar. Oh, dude! So stupid. Yeah, just so just roll it in, bro. I was gonna say that right. Uh, like I love baseball. Like I have a deep love for the game. I do not watch baseball. I do not. I will never be like, oh, I should turn on the baseball game. It's never gonna happen. Right. Um, I have better things to do, and I don't mean that in any sort of derogatory way. I just do. Um, I baseball think baseball games are long. Well, right? they're long and they're not always the most exciting. But yeah, to me, that is what it's all about, because it's it's a chess game, dude. It's literally a chess game. Like, I mean, there is luck and errors and advantages and things. But if like there is like there's a whole movie about, you know, the money ball, you know, it's like yeah. they literally went in and were like, we and can, they did everything by we, numbers. Yeah, and we can worked. look at this guy's statistics and say that. And when we match it all up, it's like we can, you know, we'll be able to score runs and, you yeah. know, and win games. It's not games, like that you a know? lot. Like in, in basketball right now, it's like, hey, you get two star players and you're good. You know, we like sports. and We don't care who knows. Yeah. From Wimbledon to the Astrodome. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. Football, football, tennis. Hockey, Hockey, golf. golf. <laughs> the choice of sports is so funny. Yeah. Football, tennis, hockey, and golf. <laughs> we are excited to watch together, and we've been talking about it the f- past few days, the new Netflix video um, that the Lonely Island put together, the unauthorized <clears throat> Bash Brothers experience, where they portray Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire, the Bash Brothers. Yeah. Because they bash their forearms together. Instead of high fives. Yeah. Um, and they do steroids and they... Uh, have tiny little nuts. Yes, all of that. Yeah. Get the steroid out of my butt. They shake that nasty butt. <laughs> or the, the needle out of my butt. Yeah. They shake... Hop in the what Lambo. Is it, a fourth? Three-fourths of a butt or something? Four halves? Four halves of butt. Yeah. Which is and, just and, two and butts. And he goes, he goes yeah. phrased weird. And they go, no, not, no, no, fr- not phrased weird at all. <laughs> yeah. Like Shake for halves a butt. <laughs> but check it out, especially if you like the Lonely Island. Yeah, I mean, we here at the Stripe Sweater Podcast, we're, we're big marks for the Lonely Island. Uh, we think they're awesome. We reference them constantly. I'm pretty sure every episode has at least one, if I had to guess, um, reference to Lonely Island. Some of them yeah. are deep. Some of them are obvious. And if you're like me, like a few months ago, I was like, yeah, I remember the Lonely Island. And then Zach started putting some of their videos on. And then I was like, wait, I love the Lonely Island. And yeah. I just went hard and like got super into them again. And they're great. Seriously, everything they do is pretty much there's not one thing they've made that I'm like, eh, it's not that good. It's yeah. all good, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into the episodes, gang. Are you ready, Zach? Aye, aye, Alex.
back with Arg. Arg. We're going to be pirates. Uh, with a G-H yeah. and an exclamation point. Two R's. Right, two R's. Uh, yeah. This episode first aired on March 15th. To th- the year 2000. Um, so that puts it one month later than the past episode. So, and one so, day. Yeah, so a bit of a break. Slightly less because February is like a, a short month, kind of. Was this a leap year? It was. Yeah. It was. I remember this episode was 10 minutes and 42 seconds long. Storyboard director was Sherm Cohen. Storyboard artist was Vincent Waller, who I believe is a new name. Uh, and it was written by those two, along with Meriwether Williams, who is really uh, spending a lot of time in the writer's room lately. Um, animation <laughs> director, Sean Dempsey. Creative director. Derek Drymon. The driest man in all the lawn. So, episode starts with a uh, telescope it, view. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see an enter sign and like a road and sand and such. So you could uh, theoretically gather where you were before you're told, but it's very quickly that you're told where you are because uh, the the it's panning back and forth this telescopic view that we have, and Krabs uh, is looking for customers. He says, "Where could they be? They should have been here hours ago." Arg. He already like gives the name. They of said the episode. the episode name. Yeah, not a customer in sight. He even says, if I don't make any money today, I'll surely break out in a rash. Yeah. And, and I li- it's, he's like that worried about money. I like that line. Right. Like it's it, it's that it, it causes him physical like harm to also, not have it. <laughs> would you be able to see the rash under his shell? I mean, it wouldn't be on the outside, right? I don't know how that works. I mean, it's- I don't know if crabs get rashes, but crabs are considered a type of rash for humans. I guess they are in a way. Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> um, at that point, uh, SpongeBob exclaims, Yippee! I'm rich. <laughs> Look, Patrick, eight gold doubloons. And uh, just the mention of doubloons. Uh, yeah, because sends... he's at the front door. Yeah, Krabs can... is in the front door and the gang is inside the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, at one of the tables. Uh, the gang being SpongeBob and Patrick. And. Um, Gang's all here. Krabs. Uh, leaps from where he uh from the front door all the way across the restaurant to land onto the table this table is actually like in like the corner by where the bathrooms would be yeah like it's that. like pretty far away yeah right that corner of the 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 restaurant a corner that we don't spend too much time in really it's generally the the opposite side of the restaurant i feel but yeah for sure crabs lands on the table and we can see that the the boys are playing a board game together. yeah he's like ah mine mine Doubloons, I saw him first. Yeah, right. He tries to claim them as his. Yeah, um, and of course, he's just so greedy. And uh, yeah, but and it's funny too because SpongeBob does start out innocent, but he he gets pretty like angry later on. But then also kind of goes back to like sweet boy. I don't know. It's funny. SpongeBob is easily manipulated. We yeah. will see. Um, SpongeBob, he's, he's all like mine, 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 and SpongeBob goes, "Gee, Mister Krabs, you sure are sweaty." Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Where are the doubloons?" And he's like, oh, no real doubloons. You know, uh, it's a game. The Flying Dutchman's Treasure Hunt. Um, and Patrick holds up the box and is like, yeah. based on a real treasure map. Which is funny because, like, it's based, the game is based on a real treasure map. But obviously, 
it's not a real treasure map, right? It's just like a goofy yeah, thing. It's a, like, board, it's oh, a board game, right? This is based on what a treasure map would be. Yeah, right, right. right? It's, it's not like, yeah, exactly. an actual just, based on a legitimate treasure map, but yeah. we find out that it kind of is. So uh, Mr. Krabs, when he realizes it's a game, he's like... Uh, well, yeah, they say they tell him to take a break. A, yeah. a break from doing nothing and right, uh, they're and, just waiting pl- for and play with us and Patrick uh, reiterates come on yeah come on sweaty yeah um, so they're calling him sweaty yeah and uh, he's crabs obviously always trying to be the good owner and manager he's like well did you finish cleaning the tables yep and SpongeBob goes I clean the tables Mr. Krabs and he mm-hmm. goes oh but did you Get did you scrape all the gum off the underside? Yeah. And he holds he like holds the table downward, and we can see a shine from yeah. how clean underneath it is. Very it is. clean, no gum at all. And, and then, then I love this part because you get that it's so gross, and you get that like the way his voice is like he's actually like chew, you know Tom Kenny was like chewing gum, you know his voice yeah. is like I already took care of it. <laughs> Right, lads. Looks like you've shanghaied me. Um, yeah, but- and him and Patrick are both chewing, have a big mouthful of gum, and you can actually see the gum in their mouths looks like lumpy and gross. Yeah, like- so what we have to assume is that they just ate the, they the ate, gum that random customers were placing under the table. They ate all the gum off and the bottom were, of the table. And blowing Patrick blows it. a bubble. Yep. Yeah, it's um, gross. Just so many different spits in one mouth. Mr. Cra- yeah, I know, right? And then Mr. Crab is, is like, all right, lads, you shanghaied me, which I had to look this up because I wasn't exactly sure what that meant. Um, so it means to force a person to join a ship lacking a full crew. By drugging them or using underhanded means. That's what uh, the internet said. So he didn't, it's not literally Shanghaiing it. And where but does it come from? He's joking it about it. I'm assuming from Shanghai, China, right? Yeah. It uh, refers to a ship, uh, right? Specifically. So, and it is, um, it is Mr. Krebs using sailor lingo. So we had talked about this before we recorded, but. Krabs is kind of, we will find out much later that he was like in the Navy or something like that. Yeah, but he's a sailor. He's a like sailor. he's got a he sailor, sailor background yeah, um, for he, sure. Uh, you know, he says arg sometimes, like just as is. Yeah. He's, Instead of mine or my, he says me. He you basically know? speaks like a pirate already. Yeah. You know? um, and really, it's funny that just from the beginning, we don't think anything too weird of it. Like, if right. I were to talk like that, people would be like, what is wrong with you? But in a cartoon, it's like, okay, he's a crab. He's, I don't understand he's the pirate under, talk. He's but underwater, you know, yeah. there's there's some whatever there. But, I mean, you know, he lives in an anchor. Like, we've seen clues that there's there's some sort of, like, sailor theme to yeah. crabs. But this is the first one where it's really sort of uh, explored upon. But he does, yeah, he's he uses terms like Shanghai and things that a sailor or a pirate might use. Yeah. So basically, you got me. I'll play. And Patrick starts going, and he rolls the dice, and then he goes like as he's moving five, he goes, <laughs> which is funny. He's making like a a raspberry, as it's called, with mm-hmm. his tongue, right? Which is going to be pretty big in the next episode. Yeah, right. So they do use it both times. Yeah, it's it's kind of a common thing in these early episodes in general. Like it's not the first time there have been raspberries. Yeah. Uh, but um. This is the most prominent, at least coming up. Um, but yeah. Mr. Krabs, uh, oh, okay. So Patrick draws a card, a la like Monopoly or something. Yeah, like a 
like a chance. Yeah, uh, and it says, you know, uh, something about your shipmate is a bad pirate. Yeah. Uh, you know, send him to the brig. Um, so at this point, we get a shot of SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs, you know, next to each other. So we, we, we're at Patrick's point of view, basically. And SpongeBob yeah. is like doing the eyes. Like, he's like pointing at him yeah, with his eyes. Yeah, he's but pointing to Mr. Krabs with his eyes. So then Patrick, shockingly, actually gets this. Yeah. I, I feel like Patrick the, would be too stupid to figure it out. But he's like, all right, Mr. Krabs. No, well, he says it. it's like a big reveal because he says, hmm, it's off to jail for you, Mr. Krabs. Oh, OK. You know? Yeah, sure. Like he says it. He and says then he it in that it way. Name, I yeah. gotcha. So Mr. Krabs is immediately <laughs> says. <laughs> he's Pat- heartbroken. Yeah. He, yeah. Right. I, it's kind of funny, too, he's because like, at this point, uh, Mr. Krabs kind of has a blank stare like he's not into the game yet. Yeah. Um, so, but this is like well, the first thing that happens to him is he gets thrown in the brig. Well, too. no, I mean, even when they just show SpongeBob and, and Mr. Krabs like next to each other, he's like not into it. And yeah, and SpongeBob's all giddy, like do it to him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, but so, he is hurt by this. Yeah. So he fires Patrick um, and Patrick, Pat- you're fired. <laughs> yep. And he says, but I don't even work here. Oh, well, would you like a job starting now? Boy, would I? And then he like he puts a uniform like he the puts hat the on hat him, on him, yeah. and then he goes, "You're fired," and he yeah. takes it away. So he fires him, hires him, and then fires him again, just so he can actually fire. Yeah, him. just so he can yeah. officially do it. Right. Loved this joke as a kid. Yeah, it's, it's good. Classic comedy. It's it's funny, right? Um, and but then SpongeBob takes his turn. He starts to uh, move his piece. He picks up a card, and he is to look for the Deacon's Goose through the fork in the old tree. I wasn't sure if Deacon's Goose was something. I looked that up. Deacon's Goose. I couldn't tell because there's a horse called the Deacon's Goose from, like, the 50s, but it's like, if that's what they're referencing, holy crap. Deacon Batista's Goose? Yeah, Deacon Batista's Goose is more like it. So I don't think it's a specific reference it's to anything. It's just a funny thing. Yeah. And then there's, like, so we should explain the board. It's similar sure. to the game of life in the sense that it's a flat board, but there are... Plastic pieces. Yeah, there are pieces that stick out. Yeah, which is important for a later part of it. But there's like this, just it's like a triangle shaped piece of coral sticking out of the ground. Like it goes up like a pole. Oh, I mean, it looks like a tree with leaves on it, and it has a hole. So SpongeBob goes over and he looks through it, and he can see Mr. Krabs, and he's like. Hmm. Well, I see Mr. Krabs' zippers undone, or is undone, and he goes, ah, "Shiver me timbers!" Yeah, and he's like embarrassed. But SpongeBob, he's just like, "Ha ha ha!" I'm just kidding, Mr. Krabs. And then um, he goes, "I'm almost to the treasure." Like so, it just said, "Look through the thing." Yeah, it was it kind of a it was kind of a anything. nonsense thing, right? Yeah. And then he says, "Your turn again, Mr. Krabs." It, he did say, "Your turn again." It's hmm. his first turn, huh? That's weird. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Krabs takes his turn. That mu- there must have been a cut. There must have been a cut joke maybe earlier. Maybe. Could be. Or like I was saying, maybe uh, Krabs was in the brig, so he had to skip his turn. But because in order it would have been like that, but then we would have skipped Patrick's turn. Yeah, it's weird. Or maybe because Mr. Krabs was sitting 
through the hole. Maybe that's why it was his turn. It's probably it's just, just an nonsense. error. Yeah, yeah, it's just this an error. It could have been any number of things. Because that if it's it. not that, then Mr. Krabs just gets a regular turn here, even though he was just thrown in the brig. Right. So he rolls, weird. but anyway, he rolls and he gets uh, fish eyes instead of snake eyes. Right. But it's, yeah. but it's it's you know it's, it's snake two eyes. Ones. Right. Yeah. Two, he rolls two ones. Uh, he picks. He moves his thing. Picks up his card. SpongeBob picks up the card. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. He yeah. SpongeBob picks up the card and reads it. So he says, go to the X that marks the spot. He's like, you get to dig for treasure, Mr. Krabs. Yeah, that's and it. And there's like, uh, it's just like a mound of little bit of sand with a big red X on the top. Right. So, so we're to assume Krabs came into this game that they were in the middle of, got thrown in the brig, which you would assume is a negative Lose thing. Lose your tune, turn And immediately something. is about to win the game. Right. In yeah. one card. Yeah, it's a, this it's, game sucks. It's a it's a big time game of chance. Yeah. Um, and why didn't he let Mr. Krabs read it? Like they each read their own card. I don't know. SpongeBob is just kind of like, walking oh, yeah, him I, through I know it. This card. He's trying well, he's it. trying yeah. to like teach him the game. Mr. Krabs has never played before. Yeah. So So he gets the magic card, he gets the golden snitch of cards where he just instantly wins. Right. And he like he's burying his giant claws on this little mountain of sand. And he's like, Oh, there it is. The flying Dutchman's treasure. No, he actually has a little, they give him a little oh. shovel. Oh, right. Does he? Yeah. Cause I, I thought I remembered a shovel, but then when we watched it, I thought maybe he started. It doesn't matter. I do remember the shovel. No, he has a little shovel. Cause he starts, cause SpongeBob gives it to him and he's all excited. He's like, there it is. And he's like the fly. He's getting all. He's getting really excited, you know. Yeah. Gold, gold, gold. Mine, mine, mine. And he's sweating. And then we have. Hey, you're getting all sweaty again. Hey, Mr. Mr. Krabs is getting all sweaty again. He's yeah. he's not even saying it to Patrick. He's just saying it to the room. Yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> it's funny. and it's funny that he. It's showing when Mr. Krabs is greedy. Every time he gets super greedy, he's sweaty. Yeah. Last time he thought he was gonna steal gold from them, and then now he thinks he's gonna get a treasure chest. This is like the excitement of his old sailor life finally coming back to him and his shallow life as a restaurant manager. It all is not what his original dream was as a child. And he just, this brings back the feeling of him, uh, searching for treasure, sailing the seven seas or however many seas they sail in. Yeah. Bikini bottom. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> is, it, is that deep enough? Yeah, I think that's good. Um, is that rock bottom deep? Fr- but at this point, Fred walks into the store. Yeah. And this is a... Or the restaurant, I should say. And this is a uh, popular meme, if I'm correct. It is. Uh, it's hilarious. Because he walks in and says... Rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for one... Help! Help! Hey! Can't you see we're closed? Mr. Krabs, like, grabs him. Puts him over his head, gorilla press, yeah, and throws him out. And he yells, "My leg!" Before he even hits the ground. It's so funny that they actually consciously always made Fred the my leg fish. Yeah, like I never, 
I, as a kid, yeah, I just I never picked up on up. it. Right, I thought it was just random. It's always him. So that's yeah. like when people say, "Oh yeah, it's always the same fish." It actually is. So I didn't far. realize it until this Twitter account that talked about it. Right, lot, right. Like I I mean, I had re- I had remember seeing something about it too years ago, and I was like, "That's weird." Like, yeah, I didn't know it was the same guy every time, but it yeah. literally is. It's always Fred, and he knows he's gonna get hurt. He yells my leg before he hits something. He <laughs> does, and it's bad. And he's like, can't you see we're closed? So now, after waiting for customers, Mr. Krabs decides to close the store so that they can play a board game. Right. He's pretty... It's kind of ass backwards. He already... He's already basically something snapped. Uh, He heard treasure and something snapped in his brain, I think. So the end of the game is open, like digging for this little treasure chest that opens and it's like plastic. And then that's the end of the game. Then you play it again and... When you dig, you dig. Yeah, it's I guess. It's kind of like, it does. it's not really a fun game. It's I assume, like, like, the goal, I mean, the way the, it's weird, because the way the board is, it, like, goes around in multiple, like, paths that kind of all lead to the yeah, center. Yeah, kind of like a trivial pursuit So it's board. like, it seem, yeah, right. It seems like you would be able to easily get to the treasure and, you know, just get a good roll and you'd be able to get right to it. Yeah. And then but would you get to dig or you dig. just have to wait for the card? Yeah. You just have to get a card. So it's literally just roll until someone picks the right card. Every other card doesn't mean anything apparently. Right. You um, just look through things and you put people in imaginary brigs and that's <laughs> yeah. it. So Mr. Krabs though, he's like, all right, boys, you ready for another round? This is my kind of game. And then uh, SpongeBob and Patrick are both super excited. Yeah, they're into it. And yeah, and Pat and and, uh, and Krabs rolls first and he rolls a six and he starts to count. And then suddenly we've it's become nighttime. So, yeah. so you hear him just taking his turn and then you can hear him like saying other numbers like he's counting other things like they've been playing. Right. And he says, I win again. And there's that like droopy like music Patrick is asleep and Spongebob looks like he's beat you know yeah I've been at this point with friends like staying up playing cards and stuff sure yeah Yeah. no especially playing cards where they're I don't know I like cards but I'm not like one of those where it's like I want to play all night it's all I like to do I do love Euchre but it's like eventually I'm gonna not want to play Euchre anymore yeah like there will come a time in the night where I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done. You know, like yeah. I played 25 games. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he goes, Oh, that's 17 times in a row. So since that first one, they played 16 more games, which they seem like they can be over short. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Be over a little long as well, but they played but, a lot of games and yeah. it seems like it's completely based on luck, but crabs somehow is, He's really good at it. Yeah, he wins every time somehow. And SpongeBob, or we're to assume. And SpongeBob is like, man, we we need to call it a night. I got to get some sleep. And Krabs is like chipper. He's like, oh, you can't walk out on me now. I'm I'm just gonna keep playing this game for the rest of my life. Right. But SpongeBob is like, I'm sorry, Mr. Krabs. And he grabs Patrick and puts him over his shoulder easily, which is strange. <laughs> Yeah, it's really uh, been working yeah, out. Yeah, really strong. Um, that uh, remote control. And he's going to walk workout. all the way home with with Patrick. Or is he? Because he says, see you tomorrow, he leaves. And then we see SpongeBob walking up to his house, but he doesn't have Patrick. I guess we are to assume that he just dropped Patrick off. But because the way- it's on the way home. Right. Well. Oh, right? You said? No, that doesn't. <laughs> because the Krusty Krab would be on the left. But the way it looks 
the, we were both talking about this. The way it looks is like he's walking from my way, but it look, but if you really look at it, he's just walking straight. Yeah. Um, so he could be coming from either direction, right. really. But he's already ditched Patrick. Um, and he is walking into his house. He opens the door and, uh, Krabs is waiting in the dark, uh, just jiggling, you know, jingling the dice in his hand, uh, in his area, in his claw, I should say. All right, SpongeBob, one more game. I can smell the treasure. And he's like, uh, Mr. Cra it's funny yeah, because SpongeBob is already like at his wits end. He's not entertaining anymore you know yeah but they, he turns the light on and Krabs has like a card table and like chairs set up in spongebob's house right, right? in the dark no less yeah so this man is crazy there's yeah. another hint he's uh, just sitting there rolling dice and then the light comes on yeah like and he's like crazy Krabs, it's late go to bed good night and uh he pushes him out the door right and then yeah. when he turns back around Krabs is already <laughs> back in his house with his table and everything Rolling yeah. the dice, or, you know, uh, shaking the dice again. SpongeBob yeah. goes to open the door to be like, get out. Well, he's and a, he's out there. Yeah, exactly. So everywhere he looks, Krabs is already yeah. going there. It's ridiculous. And he's like, the wind is perfect. The tide is right. Let's hunt for treasure. And he's you know, like, like, he's really trying to convince and, SpongeBob. And SpongeBob is really trying to be like, no. And he's like, I'll roll for you. Yeah, so now he's at the point of like, I'll just roll for you and I'll move your guy. And it's yeah. like, you, you can just do this yourself, actually, if you're going to play. As yeah, if, if you really want to just play a board game by yourself, I guess you could. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Mr. Krabs, I want to go to bed. I love that, though. It is really aggressive. Like, I want to go to bed. It's, I think it's the most <laughs> aggressive we've seen him because yeah. we have seen SpongeBob be like snide or slightly rude occasionally, yeah. but now he's just like he's angry. Yeah, this is like ang uh, sleepy, angry SpongeBob. Well, he. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen that yet. I was thinking of the time where he's like. He's like, you listen, you crustaceous cheapskate. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, Shake. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> but that doesn't happen yet. That's a great one, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, he yells at him and then he's like. Mr. Krabs looks sad. He's like, Mr. Krabs, I'm sorry. It's it's just a game, you know? That's right. Of course it is my mistake. I guess I got a little carried away, eh? Though it is treasure we're dealing with here. Sorry for disturbing you, lad. This is he says, this is dealing. treasure we're dealing with here. To yeah. try to be like, it is kind of important. Like, I think that's what he's saying, right? Yeah. He's trying to say, like, well, it is kind of important, but if you don't want to play, I Or guess, he's, like, like, he's realizing, like, ooh, treasure really... Just the thought of treasure put me in a bad place. Like, that's my bad. But I guess that's true, right? He takes he, the board. He's admitting that treasure makes him crazy, perhaps. He, yeah. He takes the board and he leaves, but he leaves the table there and the stools, like... So he just leaves the stuff outside SpongeBob's house. And we see SpongeBob go in. It goes to morning time. Mm -hmm. And the t the table's still out there. So he just left it out. How does right. He... The next thing that we get is SpongeBob in his room. And we hear, Avast! Pineapple ho! And oh, right. And SpongeBob like wakes up and he's like, He's already uh, annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, like he must not have go like home already. Alone. I'm done playing that game, Mr. It, yeah. He puts his head out the window. He's like, I'm done playing that game, Mr. Krabs. That's Captain Krabs to yeah. you. He also says, uh, 
prepare to be boarded. Like he's <laughs> boarding, you know, it's like a, a pirate thing. Oh yeah. Right. Right. And <laughs> he's then, on an actual ship. And he says, and this is no game. We're going to be pirates. We're going to be pirates. Pirates. Hi. How'd you like to go on a real treasure hunt with a real treasure map? Treasure. Yeah. And then Patrick, like at this point, he peeks they, his head out of the, Pine, like from behind, the from the behind pineapple. the pineapple. Yeah, yeah. he's just he's like, like on just, top of it. Yeah, maybe that's where SpongeBob put him at night. He just because he can, you know, starfish can just stick to stuff. Like sure, that. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it would make sense for him to stick to things. But yeah, it, um, so they both Patrick pops up and they're both like treasure. They're all excited and, and they look um, stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They look dumb and they leap off the house uh, towards him and run up to the boat. And yeah. this boat is, I guess, like an old-fashioned boat mobile, kind of. Um, well, it has oars. It right. It has, like, white oars. It does look like a pirate ship, but it's not huge. But it's... It'd be, like, the size of a U-Haul to compare. Yeah, to I mean, cars, I guess I just guess. in the sense that it's still a vehicle that... And it, it goes along the floor like a like a, a boat mobile does. Right, but you it know? doesn't have wheels. It does float. Right, right, right. It doesn't have wheels. But, I mean, it's like, I don't know, like a earlier version of a boat mobile i guess right. that's kind of what i thought of it as yeah um but then um yeah so they you can see that they're like right on the uh the entrance ramp they're on the bottom and they're like skipping around together they're like yeah. we're gonna be pirates gonna, we're be, gonna pirates. be pirates yeah, yeah they skip around in we're a circle gonna be pirates that's a yeah you got yeah. the cadence wrong dummy we're gonna be pirates <laughs> we're gonna no, be no. pirates no 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 <laughs> We're done a de tyrant. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Krabs is like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, he tells him to stop skipping because pirates don't skip. Uh, and he says, belay tells him, that skipping. Yeah, belay is the yeah, word he uses. Never, I don't use that word. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, and he tells him to put on this pirate garb so I won't be embarrassed to be seen with you. Arg. Yeah, and he tosses the. The it's clothes like at him, yeah. yeah. And then SpongeBob comes back. He's like, "Look, peg legs, peg and, legs eye and eye patches." And he's like, "Now do you feel more like pirates?" Mr. Krabs says. And SpongeBob is like, "Look, I'm Peggy the pirate because he has, he has two peg two legs. peg legs." And then and he's like walking around like he's on stilts, right? But he but then he falls trying like when he gets to the the ramp, the entrance ramp, and yeah. and then Patrick uh, walking comes into towards the same it. shot, right? Yeah. We see him fall, and then the shot doesn't move, right? But Patrick comes in. I'm Blind Beard the pirate, and then he just falls on SpongeBob because he's got two eye patches. <laughs> so funny. But also worth noting, SpongeBob has a the Captain Crunch style hat, which we saw in Suds, I believe, briefly. There is a painting of him right in his library with a similar hat to that. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Also, uh, Patrick has the bandana on. So that's yeah. like the two styles of pirate, right? It's either a hat or a bandana. Yeah, like, and then they have both eye patches and both peg legs when it should be one and They one, should right? each have one, yeah. But Even then, it's not hard every for pirate. Patrick to put on a peg leg, and not, he kind of has peg legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are little pegs already. Yeah. Um, but we cut to... Uh, yeah, Krabs is telling them... Uh, well, you know, they fall and he's like, ah, and he's like, 
kind of like, geez, these guys. <laughs> but then we cut to them sailing along the ocean floor. Yeah, Patrick is steering the boat. Krabs or rowing is kept, it. Oh, yeah, he's rowing it. Theoretically, Crabs would have the wheel, probably. Yeah. Um, um, the helm, if you will. But there is none because this is ore-powered. I well, so No, there would still be a wheel for the rudder. That's how, that's how boats work. The oars... In in this case, that's how it would work. A rowboat doesn't have a rudder, but like a yeah, a big but this doesn't like have a would. wheel, right? I this don't know. One. I think it does. It definitely has a perch because we see it has a place where it would it would be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we checked. Uh, there is a wheel. So so yeah. Krabs is at the helm. Patrick is moving the boat, and SpongeBob is the in the crow's out. nest. Um, and Mr. Krabs tells him to keep a sharp eye. Uh, according to the map, we're close to the first landmark. And SpongeBob is like, oh, really? Can yeah. I see the map or can we see the map? He includes uh, Patrick. Uh, no, only the captain can lay eyes on the map. And this is our first clue that something's fishy. Right. Um, it's but like, I mean, you there? could kind of assume something was before. Yeah, he but... just found a treasure map. Right, but... right. Where did he... Or I guess he could have an old treasure map, theoretically, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not out of the question. I guess that's what SpongeBob and Patrick are believing that, oh, he just has old treasure maps. Like, we're going on a treasure hunt. This is sweet. Of course. Um, and Pat, er, uh, SpongeBob <clears throat> replies, okie dokie then. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs is annoyed again. He's like, ah, a pirate doesn't say okie dokie then. A pirate says, arg. So instead of what he's saying is, instead of okie dokie then, Replying in the affirmative, just say arg. That's like yeah. all he's saying. Right. But SpongeBob is like, okay, oops. Uh, arg, Cap, arg, we're arg, about arg, to hit arg. Out with it, man, arg. Arg, arg, think arg. He's trying arg to say. Went arg. From now on, only the captain says arg. Status report, Mr. Squarepants. The whole ship is underwater, Captain. Arg. We're marooned then. Our treasure hunt will have to continue on foot. I, I like I like this line a lot. He goes, uh, <laughs> "Status report, Mr. Squarepants." And SpongeBob replies, "The whole ship is underwater, Captain." Yeah, but he says it kind of like happy. Yeah, you know. Right, like he's just he's just doing his job, and he says, "Arg." Our treasure hunt will have to continue on foot. So they start to walk, and he, uh, eventually they come up to this seaweed with three leaves on it. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs remarks, this is it, boys, from the seaweed with two leaves on it, 10,000 paces east. Yeah, he's like, wait, but Mr. Krabs, they're, that seaweed has... Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, immediately, as soon as he says two, SpongeBob, yeah, like, like there's, like, a sound effect for them to be like, what? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, but it's that a, one has, and as he's saying it, Krabs plucks off the top one, so it's just two left and right, and he's like, oh, which way, Captain? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is it. Yeah. So, Krabs, also, if he's really looking for treasure... Obviously, this is not the right thing. Yeah, he's making it up as he goes along. And also, you know? we're now to assume that they're still in Bikini Bottom. Yeah. This treasure map is of Bikini Bottom. It's not like, you know, if I found a treasure map, it could be like halfway across the world. But right. he's like, oh, no, this is here. It just so happens to be Bikini Bottom. He's like, oh, bottom. this one should have two, this one should have two leaves. Or he's like, just get these stupid right. boys to... But also, like, they're in Bikini Bottom, but they're not, like 
anywhere near civilization. They're like out in the ocean floor. Like there's no buildings or anything around at all. It's all just uh, flora. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs, not really understanding just how dumb Patrick is, I guess, not knowing him that well yet. He's like, uh, which way is east? Because, yeah. Right. Uh, SpongeBob's like, which way, Captain? He goes, uh, Patrick, which way is east? Or, <laughs> which way is east? <laughs> He goes, uh, and you can see the compass. It's like showing north and it's south. A, it's a close-up, one of those close-ups, you know, like yeah, a, a, a painting, a painting, painting. And that, but it's his hand, but then the dial on the compass is actually animated, yeah, and it like has a little sound a little for it magnetic. to be like, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cool. And then we see him point, but we can't really tell which yeah, way he no points. There's no way to know which way he points. He yeah, just says that it's way. it's kind of just right. off the shoulder of the cameraman, if you were to... right. Like, and then we cut to 9,997 steps later, yep. and they, uh, ni- you know, 98, 99, 10,000. Where's the X? Supposed to be right here, 10,000 paces east. And it's funny because, like, you would think when you got close, you didn't have to count every one. You would have been able to see I w- the X I was going to say, don't even count at all. Just start walking until, until you, you see, see the X. X. <laughs> Why yeah. do you got to count? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Paces could be different for pe- different people. I but guess it's, you know it's what a pirate does. I guess sure. Uh, they count by paces. Sure, and then um, he's like, uh, "Well, this is when we get this great line, which might be line of the episode, perhaps." Would you say? Yeah, I would say. It's supposed to be right here, ten thousand paces east. Oh, east? I thought you said west. West. What kind of compass are you reading, lad? This one, sir. That's West, Patrick. You're fired again. Definitely a thing that we say all the time, especially as, like, if you're a co-pilot somewhere and they're like, you know, hop on 96 East. And they're like, which way? Weast? (laughs) Yeah, right, right. I thought you said weast. Yeah. Just get on West and just say, I thought you said weast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You stupid idiot. (laughs) And Try to blame it on them. Krabs is like, Weast, what kind of comp what kind of compass are you reading, lad? Yeah, he takes a look at it. He's like, this I'm one, sure. sir. And now we get a close up of Crab's hand claw holding the compass. Same shot, just Crab's hand now. Um or claw, I'm sorry. I keep calling it a hand, and that just doesn't feel right to call it a hand, because it's not. Yeah. It's a claw. Um Big meaty claw. And he's like, That's West Patrick. <laughs> like it's such like a defeated like Yeah. So now they have to go 20,000 paces west. Right. Uh, 10,000 uh, to make up. 10, right, right. To go. So uh, the boys are crawling behind Mr. Krabs, and even Mr. Krabs is tired, but he's at least still on his feet. Yeah, they're at 9,551 when they come back. Right, so they still got a few to go. And, uh, and I would assume, well, obviously, it is in the one direction. It's not like... From the beginning again. Like, they already went back to the beginning, and now they're 9,500. So they've gone 19,500 at this point. Right. And, um, you know, they exclaim that they're tired and hungry, and Mr. Krabs takes offense to this and is like, oh, you're a little tired and a wee bit hungry. Well, shove off for home. And he points his finger right in their face. And uh, they're like, they look like they're almost about to cry already, and then they're like their eyes and lips like sink into their face. Like yeah. when he points at them, like you get a little tired and a wee bit hungry and you want to shove off for home. Arr. 
That sickens me. A pirate is not judged by the notches in his cutlass or the size of his booty. A pirate is judged by the loyalty of his crew. And without a loyal crew, what am I captain of? Just a bunch of sand. <laughs> Don't cry, Captain Krabs. Yeah, we'll be your loyal crew. <laughs> <laughs> You'll stay with me then? We'll, we'll be, be the, the most loyal pirate crew ever. And he, like, picks the sand up in his claws, and he's crying, and then... Patrick and Spongebob start crying. Yeah. I'm just uh, the pirate of a... Or the captain of a bunch of sand. <laughs> and then Spongebob's like, we'll be your loyal crew. And then that's when Mr. Krabs like... He's crying. Stops and then crying, he, Yeah, right? he like looks. He's like, really? <laughs> he's like, you'll stay with me? And then they're also just suddenly not crying anymore. And they're like... Yeah. We'll be the most loyal yeah. pirate crew ever. <laughs> I knew I could count on you boys. One for all. And all for one. And then we cut to the nighttime, and the tent is set up. SpongeBob and Patrick are laying down on the ocean floor. It's funny here, right? Now they're, they're going to be the most loyal ever. SpongeBob's like, I'm so loyal, I don't even mind sleeping on the cold, hard ground while Mr. Krabs sleeps in his warm, dry tent. I also wanted to say SpongeBob's legs are all, like, zigzaggy in this shot. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, I don't know why. Not really. It must be because he's about to he's be cold or he's... to move. I don't know. No, I think it's, like, because he's cold and, like... He's, sh- like, just trying to uh, keep... Compressed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like keep but his legs pressed. I'm sorry, more. I didn't mean to. I just wanted to mention that. I thought it was funny because he's got that that big thigh gap, you know, that all oh, the that, women are that looking huge for. thigh gap. Yeah, huge. <laughs> like to get his legs to cross, like oh man, not easy. There'd still be a gap even when he crossed his legs. Yeah, he'd have to be like full Native American style sitting. Yeah, <laughs> while he Yankee it, Yankee his tiger. <laughs> so. Patrick's like, I'm so loyal, I haven't bathed in weeks. SpongeBob's like, but we've only been gone a few hours. Which is <laughs> yeah, which is funny though, because they've been gone since morning and it's now nighttime. So right. a few hours. Yeah. He's cutting it a little <laughs> bit short. Yeah. He's like, I know. <laughs> and SpongeBob like wriggles away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he gets an extra foot between them, yeah. like it's like a second of he's kind of like almost like like he's got this like you're pretty gross Patrick (laughs) yeah and uh I just love how Patrick says it like proudly too he's like I'm so loyal like it's like it's a great thing that he's done yeah um but anyway uh Spongebob says I'm so loyal I don't even want to sleep until we uh find the treasure let's go ask crabs if we can go now and they they went from being hungry and tired to now nighttime and now they, they just want to keep going right. or slept but yeah they just want to keep going because they're loyal now because of the speech and they enter the tent mr krabs is not in there but we see a cot and a little like table with the cot i'm a kitty cat <laughs> oh my gosh i forgot I about that I, <laughs> I forgot about that dude that's funny yeah <laughs> so cat. but I'm a kitty cat. And then it, doesn't he eventually go, and I'm meow, 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 and I'm meow, meow, yeah. meow. <laughs> oh, man. Early internet memes. Yeah. I guess it's not really early internet, but it's like, you know, teenage years. Early internet. internet entertainment. Yeah. Like, just like, I mean, it's a meme, essentially. You know, like, everything is a meme. 
you know, a meme doesn't just have to be a picture like Rick rolling as a meme. You well, know? a meme is just a, it's another form of communication. Essentially. It's like cave drawings for cavemen. Sure. It's a similar style of communication. I actually looked up what the word meant. I can't remember now inside the tent. We see a table and a cot on the table. There's a pencil and the map rolled up. And there's like, I think that thing's called a compass as well. That thing with the, uh, you know, the thing to draw a perfect circle, you know, you put a pencil into it and then it's got a spike on it and you put the spike on the paper and you can draw a perfect circle. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I, it's, I don't think it's called a compass though. For some reason I, I feel like it was, but, um, yeah, it's called, it is called a compass. Oh, it is compass. Oh yeah. Pencil marking compass. Yep. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, it is kind of, Never mind. Protractor is obviously something. Protractor is something you use it in the same. You use it in like geometry, right? Like that's or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, geometry angles and stuff. It's all about angles, circles, diameters, all that shit. Yeah. You know. Um, So anyway, I just thought it was like a stand up protractor, but I guess it is. I mean, I think that they're similar. But I've always I've always heard it called a compass, I believe. But but it is in there. It's in the same Um, kind of family of tools. The person who or the thing that's not in the tent is Mr. Krabs. Right. And um, where is he? I mean, they're in the middle. Yeah. Where did he go? Right. I know. Uh, Just to probably behind the tent firing one up. He just went on one of those walks. (laughs) Yeah. One of those walks. So they're like, you know, oh, he's not here. And Patrick's, ooh, look, the treasure map. And the treasure map is folded up Mm -hmm. as, like, a paper would be. You know, it's rolled up on itself. It would have to be made of paper. Yeah, and... yeah, I mean it is right. It's it is this part is is pretty funny just because of the inconsistency of it. But yeah. SpongeBob is like only the captain can look at it and Patrick's like, "Yeah." And he's like and he's already over walking to over to it. And he's like, "Uh, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Nothing." And he's like, "You're not supposed to look at the map." And he starts he poking it. it. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, I'm not um, looking. I'm touching." There's no rule against that, is there? I just like it's kind of funny how Patrick is just like breaking the rules. Like yeah. I guess he's not, but he's being a smart ass, you know. He's like, yeah. "Well, I'm just touching it," you know. And SpongeBob's like, "Well, I guess you're right." And they both start poking it, and then it opens, but they don't look at it right away. They like watch it open, and yeah, they're just and looking they, to the side, and then they, they look, look at, at each, each other. other. Yeah. And this is a great gag, uh, and I love it a lot. This was very memorable, and like it's still funny to me. Just the cartoon. The cartooniness of it, you know? Yeah. Um, well, first he's like, oops, Patrick, it, it opened myself. Yeah, he's, he's so, like, <laughs> yeah, giddy about it. Right, and, and they're looking at each other. They look then, at each other, and then they both start looking at the map. But yeah. uh, the cartoon gag I was explaining before is yeah. that their eyes physically shoot out of their heads and start to to uh like touch the survey map yeah they're like su- surveying yeah and like go all around and they crisscross with each other and everything yeah. and they both like get a good look at the map they're really that scanning way. it right. yeah and they're like the map the map gotta see it gotta see it yeah <laughs> gotta see it uh yeah. and look uh, at it. and then at the same time their eyes all shoot in, back into their heads and they're like tiny now yeah like there's a big black ring where their eyeballs should which like, is a where thing it right is, it's like in tiny it's like in tea at the tree dome it's like a yeah it's like a reoccurring thing in spongebob it's where a, their eyes get too small for their eye holes it's usually a look of like 
I've seen some shit or like I'm going through some right, shit. Right, right. It's like your eyes are all shriveled up. Yeah. Because your life sucks. And they're not even <laughs> looking at each other. And Patrick's like, SpongeBob, they're just looking straight. Yeah. Did you notice something familiar about this map? Oh, you mean that it's <laughs> it's our board game taped to a piece of paper? Uh, <laughs> and you can see that it's the board game. It even has the pieces on it. It does. So it wouldn't have been able to fold up like that. Right, and, right. Uh, Which is whatever, you know. It but that's the joke is that it's literally it's not even like he just drew the game board on a piece of paper. He literally just taped it. Like it's yeah. just a joke to be like this is how stupid crabs is. Yeah. Like And he stole their game. Right. Yeah, that that too. And but this is great. I love the timing on that where he's like Mr. Krabs starts to rise up from well, behind them. Well, he just appears behind them. It just cuts to them behind him. Um, oh, right. It shows the map. Because he goes, did you back. notice something familiar about this map? He says, you mean like it's the game board taped to a piece of paper? That's when we see the map. And then and almost then it, immediately. Back, Krabs is there and he goes, do you think this is a problem? And then it like cuts <laughs> to outside the tent. And they're like, ah, you can like hear the screams. Yeah, they're freaking out because they've been caught. SpongeBob. Yeah. Did you notice something familiar about this map? You mean like that it's our game board taped to a piece of paper? Do you think this is a problem? Ah, Which is uh, they're breaking the rule. Right, and obviously Krabs is crazy as it is, so they're afraid of what he might do to him or something. Yeah. Because he's like mutiny and it um says all Sneaking also, peeks at me treasure map. Yeah, right. Uh that's mutiny on my ship. So you and then he this is where he basically tells us that he has gone crazy because he goes So you think old Captain Krabs has gone crazy, do you? Not at all, Captain Krabs. We don't think that at all. I think that. And Patrick, ever the <laughs> perfect timing, I think that. <laughs> which and, is a great line. Yeah, and Krabs yells, I'm gonna throw you overboard for saying that. It's like they're not even on the ship anymore. What are you going to do to them? Yeah, right. But they're both uh, like cowering in fear. So they crouch down and that's yeah, when it's revealed. Like crouching down in fear and right. shaking of like Krabs is going to unleash his wrath. Yeah, he's going to beat the shit out of them. Yeah, but then they you can see. Yeah, they like kneel down and then it's revealed that the they are on top of the X, which marks the spot. It's just a giant red X in the sand. Yeah, literally. And so because they found the X... We have to assume they didn't walk 500 steps away from crabs. Their paces method, they probably should have just kept walking and found the X because obviously it was before 10,000. Right. And Mr. Krabs uh, says X marks the spot and his eyes shoot back into his body and out comes an X and it just floats like yeah. in the air where his eyes would be. It's not yeah. even attached to him. And SpongeBob is like, wow, that game really is based on an old treasure map. And then that's when Mr. Krabs is like, well, what are you waiting for? Dig, 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 dig. And he just makes them. They're digging do with the their hands. Thing, like right, dogs. with their hands, right. And they yeah. dig. I mean, it seems like they go pretty deep because there's like a transition to let us know that some time passed. And yeah. then SpongeBob is like, we got it, Captain Krabs. And he's like, hand it up to me. And he, he goes, heave. And he like. Yeah, so he pulls them up with enough force to like bring them up with the chest. And it's sitting there. And then we get this like angelic like singing voice well they open it up first oh and, right. and you see what's in there and i wanted to say that there's the shoe like the the woman's like high heel shoe with jewels all over it yeah and i 
seem to remember this in a lot of cartoons and other media um, as a kid. Like there would always be coins. There would always be coins, necklaces and things, but there would almost always be some kind of jewel encrusted shoe. I feel like. Yeah, because women love shoes. I guess. I mean, it's, they're, they're valuable things. I, yeah, yeah. I Some guess shoes are expensive. It's true. Some shoes are like worth more than your house. It's crazy. But they open it up. Yeah. There's like you said, there's diamonds, there's gold, there's a little bit of everything. Necklaces. Yeah. And it goes, the Dutchman's treasure. <laughs> yeah. Which this went once this started, uh, when I was watching it, I was like, yes. Yeah. I, I love this. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I feel like this is one of the first episodes I remember really liking a lot that yeah. that I watched uh, as a kid because I've mentioned in the past I wasn't really a fan like a super fan right away. It took me a little while, but I always I really remember this one fondly. But anyway, um, they get the Dutchman's treasure, and then at that point, uh, SpongeBob and Patrick start talking about shares. Yeah, what, what are they're going to do with their share? You know. And Krabs is like, shares? You're not getting any of me treasure. Yeah, it's well, just funny. The look on Krabs' face is like, his, his expression just drops to like, It's like, are you what kidding me? Fuck? We didn't talk about yeah, shares. What are you thinking? Right, this yeah. is all mine. It's like, like, well, we found it together, so we deserve a share. Well, yeah, I mean, they did all the work, too. He yeah, was just He was just the captain. I mean, I guess he is the oldest and the wisest, essentially, but. He's also just an a-hole. <laughs> he's greedy. He's gone right. mad with And then they the we, we have the, uh, you know, he's like, well, I'm the captain. And I say it's mine. And then, and then they start pulling like, the chest. What about loyalty? And they're doing the yeah, tug Krabs of war. Krabs pulls the, the chest. He's like, I say it's mine. And then SpongeBob grabs and he's like, what about loyalty? Yeah. All for one, one for all. And, and we go like, back and forth. Yeah. Tug so of that war. you can assume that this treasure chest is pretty heavy. They're dragging it and it's making marks in the sand. Right. It is. Right. And um, that will be important for what happens. Soon. And then we uh, pan up to the sky where we see the Flying Dutchman's ghostly ship. Yeah. And, and there's like an anchor, too. It's not on anything right but it's down right because he's because yeah. he's anchored and he's sleeping uh inside <laughs> and as he sleeps he he says i'm the flying dutchman i'm the flying dutchman who dares wake the flying dutchman keep it down will you i'm trying to get some sleep mr krabs and spongebob yelling uh wakes him up and uh he says who dares wake the flying dutchman Keep it down. I'm trying to get some sleep. And of course, Bill Murray's brother is the voice, which is awesome. Always um, just fun. Whenever the Flying Dutchman is around, yeah. it's it's pretty much a good time. Um, but they're still like fighting. They haven't even heard it. But then now it's like lightning and the Flying Dutchman like flies down to where they are. And he's like, who dug up the Dutchman's treasure? And uh, Krabs uh, in a panic. Uh, he, he's now holding the chest in the air. So he's like now just lifting it. Like he looks, yeah. He well, he looks like he's red-handed though, like caught yeah. red-handed. But then he's like, they did, and he throws it, it onto SpongeBob yeah, and Patrick, and it we, like crushes them. Sure, we just saw how heavy it was. He's like, right. oh, but I can just throw this. And then he goes, "Arg, so you're the two scallywags who dug up me treasure." And they're like, "Uh." Well, it's funny too because the Dutchman picks the treasure up, right? And he's yeah. like huge compared to them. So it's like a tiny little treasure chest to him. Um, but then when he picks it up, there's like an indentation in SpongeBob and Patrick's bodies for a second where the treasure chest was. He like, it's like one of those, like, you know, yeah. it's like stuck in them and it yeah. like pops out and there's like the 
indentation. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. That noise. I was looking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, they're like they do know that they deserve this and that they found the treasure. And Krabs obviously is never going to admit to anything that'll give him get him in trouble because he's that kind of guy. But these guys are honest, and they're like. Yeah, it was us. You know, that's kind of what they're getting across. Mm-hmm. And the Flying Dutchman, you know, they're like accepting him to be like, well, screw you. I'm going to kill you. Like, why would you touch my treasure? But instead, he's like, well, you saved me a lot of digging, you did. So here's a reward for the two of yous. So, and it's funny that it is his treasure, mm-hmm. right? He put an X on it so he wouldn't forget where it is. Right. But he just left it. But, and you see, he grabs like two coins out of the mm-hmm. the chest and, and we he get a goes close to up. give it he gives it to SpongeBob and Patrick. And they're like, Wow. And we see what it is and we get the two gold balloons. Yeah. And um um Krabs, uh jealous yeah. uh de- basically demands a reward because he's the captain of the ship. Yeah. And the Dutchman is kind of in on what's going on. So he's like uh yeah, yeah okay I, I think I can find you something and Mr Krabs is like gold 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 all excited and he he gives him a little the basically the little plastic treasure chest from the game yeah that he you know and he's like well this is just a little plastic treasure chest and then you see the close up plastic <laughs> <laughs> I just love that that yeah that they could do that every episode it wouldn't get old to me I love that. And he's, and then that's when Flying Dutchman says, Aye, but it's based on a real treasure chest. <laughs> you, Mr. Krabs, you're looking all sweaty again. I like that line a lot, like I was saying, because uh, it's not only funny, but it's like, it has, it, it serves a purpose of being funny for the viewer, but it's also like, it finishes the story and it and it's crabs getting what what's owed to him basically yeah. for being a d-bag this whole episode and then we get again the mention of mr crabs and patrick with the last line gee mr crabs you're looking all sweaty again yep and uh that's it what what would you uh rate that one if you had to give it a rating Zach? perfect perfect score it, I like I said, I was really pleasantly surprised with how good that one was and how funny it was. So much, the whole thing is a really, really good one, a classic one that I almost completely forgot about, and I feel like a fool. But we have another classic coming up. Um, this one being named after the finishing maneuver of a popular professional wrestler around this time period. rock bottom in this case it's not actually referring to the finishing move of Dwayne the Rock Johnson back in his wrestling days but that's where that's probably what most kids watching would know that term from yeah um if they happen to be exposed to wrestling because the term really means like your life is out of control and you've hit your your end yeah, you can only you, go up from here. This yeah, is the everybody absolute will have point. a peak and a rock bottom in right. their lives, and you won't even know it when it happens. You might think it is, but yeah, right, right, right. But it's basically your lowest point. You yeah. can only go up from here. Yeah. But anyway, 
Storyboard uh, director was Paul Tibbet and Ennio Torresan. Um, there was no storyboard artist credit um, at the beginning of this episode, which is the first time that that's happened. Um, and I'm not sure if they just combined it, those two guys, into storyboard director, and one of them yeah. drew it, one of them wrote it. Um, uh, and it was written by those two, uh, Paul Tibbet, Ennio Torresan, and David Fain, who is another new name, I believe. Animation director was Tom Yasumi, and creative director, our boy, it's the same guy, Derek Dryman, every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like at least for the first season, probably even the second season. I don't know. Anyway, so opening shot, uh, we have the boys standing at the bus stop in front of Glove World, the amusement park. Another fantastic day. At Glove World. It's funny, though, because we have the carnival in the our last episode, and now we have a, a theme park, although we don't get to g- explore the theme park at all. Right. But it is... Uh, who knows where it is in correlation? But it seems much bigger, you know? It seems yeah. more like a Disneyland type thing. But it is in Bikini Bottom. It we is. know that. Yeah, for um, sure. And it's not in Ukulele Bottom or, you know... Any of the other bottoms. That's the only other. That's one the only other one so we know. Far, yeah. yeah. Uh, they both have glove hats on, and glo- they're holding glove accessories. Uh, yeah. Like, Patrick's licking a glove-shaped lollipop. Yeah, and uh, SpongeBob has a giant glove balloon, and uh, a hat. He's wearing a hat. Yeah, I said they're both wearing hats. Oh right. And we should note that all of the gloves in here only have four fingers because that's how many all well SpongeBob has. That's just he's a, actually the only one of the main crew who we can see his fingers. That's like a most cartoons are yeah. that way. Um, and a lot of like I know Simpsons does a lot of jokes about the Simpsons, four fingers. Right. They have uh, that like, oh, the five fingered man. What uh, a freak. Yeah, right. And there's God has five fingers for some reason in The Simpsons. That's yeah. like a thing. I don't know. Um, because he's the creator. He's like something like that. The, right. The artist, you know. Yeah, right, right. He's a human. They're all cartoons. Right, right. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so they're having a great day at Glove World. They're at the bus stop and the bus comes and picks them up. Uh, SpongeBob is trying to get in, but his balloon is so gigantic that it's like hard for him to squeeze in, but he does. He pulls the balloon. Yeah. After a while. Um, and it almost hits the, uh, the driver, but it doesn't. Yeah. And Patrick's like already sitting down and, uh, SpongeBob goes to go too, and the bus driver's like, and he points to the, the cash box, which is just a metal box with a dollar sign on it. Right. And but this this guy's already a little bit cranky. This driver, SpongeBob's like, oh, let me get my wallet. Yeah, he turns around, and in doing so, the balloon moves uh, around with him and smacks the driver. Yeah, he turns around to like reach into his pocket. So instead of just reaching backwards, yeah. he twists and so, reaches forward. So, so the camera can see him reaching into his pocket, I and guess. so that he turns and hits the guy with the balloon. It like hits him in the face, and there's it looks like it actually hurts him. And he's like, hmm, no, wait, let me check this pocket. He turns around again and smacks the guy with this big balloon hand. It's like, no, and he turns around He turns around to talk to Patrick and hits him again. And this guy's like, oof, he's like taking these hits. And SpongeBob doesn't even notice. It's like, Patrick, do you have any change? Yeah, what is it, 50 cents or something? Yeah, um, I would assume that's for both of them. Right, I don't think Patrick paid. That would yeah. be weird if Patrick paid and then 
like didn't pay for SpongeBob. I don't know. I guess yeah. it's not that weird. But well, Patrick doesn't have a job. SpongeBob does. Right, right, a... right. That's true. Well, he does have a job. Um, it's watching TV and eating donuts and ice cream all day. That guy got hit in the head with two coconuts. <laughs> um, so and it's fifty cents, and so he's like looking at the driver. How much is it? Fifty cents. And then he turns around. Fifty cents. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. And he hits him with the balloon again. Turns around, hits him another time. Let me check my other pocket. And he's like, forget it. And then he's like. Yeah, he, he, but and then he's he, like looking back at Patrick. So he turns around to the bus driver, smacks him again and goes, what did you say? <laughs> and he says, just take your seat. Thanks, mister. And he goes, yeah, whatever. And then gets smacked again one yeah. final time. And he's like all red at this point. Yeah, he's, he's got like bandages on. He's like bruised. And uh, he's mad. Yeah, of course. I mean, as you would be. But yeah. um, and then. So the boys are sitting down, you know, they're, the bus is, the bus is going along and he's like, show me what you got at glove world. Patrick says that to SpongeBob and SpongeBob is like, I got my glove light and he turns it on, sticks it inside his head. So his eyeballs light up and he's yeah. like, I see you. <laughs> it's like a, it just looks like a flashlight with a glove on top of it. That's that. all it is, right? Yeah. It's just a light with a glove on top and, um, yeah. you know, whatever. He sticks it inside his head. Cute. Whatever. Innocent. Yeah. Fun. And, uh, and then I love this. He's like, uh, Patrick. Patrick is like, I got gloves for my glove action figure. And he and puts, then, yeah, he puts a tiny little glove on the thumb of the big glove. Of this bigger glove. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we see Patrick just looking out and we see a sign that says, you are now leaving bikini bottom. And Patrick is like, Hmm. Hey, SpongeBob. <laughs> and SpongeBob has a little glove on his nose. He's like, yeah, Patrick. First, he says, where's leaving Bikini Bottom? And SpongeBob's like, where did you see that? And he oh, says, right. we just passed the sign. You are now in leaving Bikini Bottom, which, yeah. of course, the sign didn't say in, but Patrick's dumb. Yeah. So right. SpongeBob. But hey, Patrick can read, though. Yeah. Maybe somewhat. maybe not really good at it, but he was able to read that sign. Yeah. Um, he, he does read later, too, and other things. Um, and he read the card in the last episode, too. He's just, I know, I don't know. I guess he's so dumb, I would almost think he wouldn't know how to but read. But he did go to school with SpongeBob. That's though. true. They did go to school together, so. So, uh, it, SpongeBob's like, what? And Patrick doesn't get it. He's like, what's wrong? And then uh, you see the sign that says Bikini Bottom City Limits. Yeah, SpongeBob's got his face pressed up against the glass. He pulls it out, and his face is like circular, like yeah, the window. Yeah, because they have circular windows, like his, like a ship or any, yeah, like which his is, pineapple does. Right. I mean, all the all the places do, but yeah, it's a submarine uh, boat type yeah. thing, right? So it's still like it's all circular and uh, extruded out. He's like Patrick. I think we're on the wrong. And then you see the bus from outside, and it just starts going directly straight down. It takes a 90-degree drop straight yeah. down, and um, and he's like, bus! And they get flung to the back of the bus because of, uh, you know, physics. Yeah, both of them and the giant balloon. Yep, and they're like, they're on the back of the thing, and then SpongeBob, uh, concerned for everything that's happening, uh, tries to work his way up to the front of the bus. Yep. And in doing so, he <laughs> uh, he's making it, but, it, I mean, the force is too great. It's like, it's like pull, pulling his whole flesh back, like you yeah, can see his behind his eyes. eyes and his lips. Yeah. And uh, 
his clothes rip off, but his underwear is still on. Well, yeah, at least so for the, the his, time being, his clothes rip off, and then we see Patrick only. Yeah, and he like at, dodges still, the, still at the back of the bus. Yeah, he like dodges the pants, and then he's like he 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 laughs, and then he gets hit with underwear. The underwear hits him in the so face. So we don't see it fall off, SpongeBob, but you know it's like his clothes. Oh, have been, I dodged that, and then it's like oh, he's yeah, been yeah. he's been stripped completely naked. Yeah, uh, in getting to the top. But then right. once it hits the bottom and the bus comes to a screeching halt, they the two of them come shooting forward onto the windshield. Yeah, they both hit the windshield and the bus driver still like kind of nonchalant. For, for a split like, second, the annoying. bus driver is fine until the balloon comes and smacks him up onto the thing. And it's worth noting that SpongeBob now has his clothes on as well, too, which yeah. did they magically go back onto him right, in with being the, flung yeah. back? Yeah, so then they like peel off the windshield, like all at the same time. Yeah, and they all drop, and then the you hear that like the noise of something scraping against glass, you know. Yeah, and then the bus driver kicks them out, like literally, like you can. They get like thrown out, and yeah. they're like, "But sir, we need to get back to Bikini Bottom." And, and he like he's gives like gives them the balloon. He goes, "Oh well," yeah. <laughs> and then he just drives away. Um, and it's good that they didn't fly through the windshield because that would have been horrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they would have died. Now they're stranded. And the yeah. Bus and they're gone. in this, they're in this dark place. They've, they've gone down a trench, a deep sea trench, essentially. Yes. Patrick, uh, Patrick is like, where is this SpongeBob? And then, uh, SpongeBob. Well, what is this? Like, he, it's not even where it's, what is this? Oh, he says, what is what this a, place oh, okay. that we're at? Yeah. And. SpongeBob sees the sign, which is uh, stylized. I mean, it's all it's all letters that we in English can read. Some of them are sideways, some of them are backwards, some of them are like stacked on top of each other. Um, so in Rock Bottom, they don't write. They use the same characters, but they don't write the same way. Yeah, they don't also only do left to right. Sometimes the words will be like, oh, he, these ones are on top of each other. Right, these so they, are go, kind of off they and, go up and then over yeah, or something or, like that. Uh, the, a lot of the S's are replaced with Z's. Well, Buzz well, right. A backwards S is a Z. Right, you know? but it's more flat like a Z. No, I know, but... Like an S. But uh, yeah, no, I, you're you're right. I, yeah, I mean, it's just trying to make it look weird, but also, uh, well, we manageably can, able to read. We well, we know that something is off about this place. That's yeah. that's what we're being told. Basically, SpongeBob reads the sign and he's like, "Rock bottom," and he's kind of a little bit like, "What the heck is this? I don't know. I don't know about rock bottom." You yeah. know, which obviously is a joke on rock bottom like we said before spiraling out of control your lowest point in your life yeah, but this is but the also rock bottom of the sea at right the same time which we know spongebob lives in bikini bottom there's also a town called ukulele bottom this is rock bottom yeah. another a lot town. of bottoms because they're all at the bottom of the sea all the towns end in bottom yeah. basically um so also we should have i mean it it was kind of said but they're, they were the only three on the bus, them two and the bus driver. Right, right. There was nobody else it, there. They were the only people on the bus. That is, I think that's worth noting. Yeah. Um, but, so, and he's like, SpongeBob is like, it sure is weird around here. Even the soil looks different. And he pulls up a handful of soil and it's like green and yeah. it's got a face. It sure is weird around here. Kind of different. Even the soil looks different. You 
mind. <laughs> putting me down. And SpongeBob freaks out and like shakes him out in the air. And uh, Patrick is like, I don't like it here. It's dark and scary. I don't want to be here. I want to go home. And he's like, I can't even tell the bathrooms apart. And then we see the bathrooms, which have a upside down question mark and a right side up question mark. Um, the one that's right side up is actually backwards. Yeah, too. so they're not actually, none of them are a true uh, question mark. Yeah, and I think the other one is uh, a backward upside down one because, right. you know, some it's in like, like some cultures it's use like the upside down one. It's like yeah. Spanish, but reversed, yeah. basically. So they're um, both reversed. But those are the two, I mean, they still have the just the two bathrooms, but yeah. that's how they are labeled. And Patrick is like, I can't read the signs, you know? And SpongeBob's like, well, that's an easy one. Uh, we just, we'll just wait for someone to come out. Uh, someone comes out, right? And first it's, uh, what is it? It's like a purple fish. It has, it almost looks like it has like a man bun type thing. Like yeah, yeah. It's got, it's hair. got like a thing on top of its head and it's, he uh, has no arms. He has like these weird, like little spots or something on the side and he has green eyes yeah, and he's like, wearing just pants with a belt. Right. Which I, I want to say just now, I think this, this one that he comes out of the right the right stall is the men's. I always I thought that too. But when we look at this, I mean, <clears throat> the rest of them only, like there's only one person who comes out the other door. So he's like, um, maybe uh, we should wait for one more. And then uh, through the other door comes out this like blue, it looks like an eel thing with a big tail in front of it. Yeah. And like a big fish mouth. It comes out tail first and then its head is like curled up, like almost like a scorpion or you said like a seahorse kind of and uh it's just kind of weird but it, it just like slithers around along the ground kind of like backwards so that was just kind of interesting then the next three come out of the one that we think is more the men door um because like like i said only that one blue thing comes out of the female-ish door so next out of the men door we have one that's like this brown fish with a he has one eye uh, and it's like big, and then it goes into his body, and his lips are like, "Oh, he's green." I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, he's green. Yeah, uh, so he uh, his like lips are on his body, and then there's like a big thing with his eye, and he's yeah, he's got, got one big and... eye. He's a big cy- uh, one big cyclops. I mean, he's not big, but his eye is big. Yeah. Um, and then the next one we get uh, a. Like the there's windows too on these like the same submarine type windows, it opens up and this like red fish is just like pulling himself through, and he's like he. <laughs> well, they all exit through the door differently. Yeah. Like the green guy, the door goes up like that, and right? Then, it like flips like it has hinges on the top. Right, right. The door works differently for each person that comes yeah. out of it, which I never noticed before. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so he, but yeah, he comes out and he's like, ee! yeah. <laughs> and, and we, we said he kind of looks like a coelacanth. Yeah. A coelacanth. From, uh, uh, Animal Crossing is where I mostly know it from, but yeah. it's like a legendary type fish to, to be, yeah, to be perfectly it, honest, yeah, my first around. exposure to that type of fish, I believe was real acanth, which is a Pokemon from generation three, uh, yeah. who was very which rare came out after animal crossing. Right. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. play, I didn't play animal crossing right. until much later on in life, I was just but I became uh, yeah, it's funny cause I've only been playing animal crossing, not even for the past 10 years. Like I started playing it in this decade, but I fell in love with it. Yeah. You know? 
Um, so he also has like a green bandana like tied to him. It's kind of weird, just tied to his body. Mm-hmm. He floats away, and then this this one fish comes out. He's like blue. He has like a giant what his nose would be like the top of a snout, and he has like little whiskers coming off of it. And he's wearing a blue polo, and his arms are just like out like a T pose, and he's yeah. got all these black spikes on his back. Um, but his polo kind of looks just like Squidward. That's what Squidward. I thought. Yeah, it's it's Squidward's, but a different color. Yep. Yeah. And then the final fish that comes out of it. Oh, he's gargling too. He's like. Grrr. They all they all make different noises, yeah. which is funny. They are they're all weird and different. That's like what they're letting us know. Yeah. So that one's actually that's the last fish that comes out. So, SpongeBob says, or Patrick's like, oh, I still can't read the signs. I want to go home. So now he's got to pee, and he's lost. You know. Yeah. SpongeBob's like, uh, okay, well, you wait for the bus. Uh, call me when it comes. I'm going to get a bus schedule. Yep. And he goes to walk up and he's like, boy, this place sure is creepy. And immediately a bus is going by with Patrick's uh, head sticking out of the window. Yeah. And he's like, hey, SpongeBob, the bus is here. Yeah. And, <laughs> which he, I mean, to his credit, I mean, he did his job. He didn't do it in the proper order, but yeah, he, he did. did it before he jumped on. Right. Um, and then SpongeBob is running behind it and we get some cool music right here. Some cool like surf rock, you know? Yeah. And then SpongeBob can't catch the bus. The bus goes up the, the slope, the 90 degree slope. And then SpongeBob tries to run up. It doesn't get very far. It tries again. Doesn't get very far. Third time gets up gets pretty decently real high. far enough that he's off the screen, but then just comes tumbling down. Yeah, he keeps like just smashing into the concrete. And, and uh, uh, you like this line? Yeah, I do. Um, we used to quote it in elementary school. But he goes, uh, "I guess Grandpa SquarePants was right." And then he like grabs a a cane and like an old beard. And it's a glasses well, combo? It's a walker. Oh, yeah, and, a walker. Uh, I think it's just glasses and eyebrows combo. I don't even think there's a beard. So he grabs a walker and, like, these glasses with eyebrows on them, and the glasses are fully, like, they're opaque to us. Right. They're, they're supposed they're to be, super like, shaded. Thick. Yeah. You know, like, he's going blind. And but, he's, yeah. But SpongeBob says, uh, you can also just play it because, like, play the line, but I'll say it too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't run for a bus. He puts on the stuff and goes, especially one that's going up at a 90 degree angle. And then he takes the walker and the glasses eyebrow things. And he just throws them off screen. So apparently his grandfather uh, warned him about chasing about after... this specific instance. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I'll just go wait for the next one. Yep. And he's like, he's waiting and he's got his balloon. He's impatient. He's like, come on, I got to get home to feed Gary, which I know that feeling. I know. And, right. You've talked about that. Before. Yeah. Um, and he still got his balloon by the way. Yeah. He like left it when he ran, but when he came back, it stayed. So w- when he lets a go of the balloon, it just floats there. It doesn't like float up. It's like has enough helium or whatever gas they would have to put in it in the water to stay where it is and not go higher or lower. Right. And, um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, that, that, I don't know. It's just funny that you thought of that. Uh, I like it though. No, he notices his shoes untied and he well, lets it's go. important to the plot too. And he, well, I guess it's true. Like yeah. That, I guess yeah. it's, you're right. Uh, he notices his shoe is untied and he lets go of the balloon and, um, oh, shoes untied. Yeah. He's like, Oh, and it's funny because there will be a shoe episode coming, a shoe tying episode coming up yeah. soon. But, um, 
he's like over under loop de loop blah 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 he's talking to himself as he does it and right as he finishes pretty much the bus stops and before he can really react to it it's gone and uh yeah. he's like so wait the hold on the bus driver's there for like two seconds he's like well, this guy's not waiting for the bus. He's just tying a shoe. I'm off. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought that up because they mentioned on the wiki, which I wanted to bring up at some point, that's kind of funny. They were like, either in rock bottom, it's just customary to be rude and not wait for people who are like clearly waiting. If they don't get right on, then they don't want to go. Either that's their custom or it's the same j- bus driver from before who's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Which yeah, I mean, would make sense be. in certain like, scenarios, but in the one you'll see the bus stops three times real fast. Yeah, it's like and those it always have is to be, going the same way. Those it's, have to be different bus drivers. It's yeah. coming from the opposite way and going toward the way home. Right, right. So, um, but but if it was him, he'd be like, "Oh, uh, it's my job to stop here, but I'm not picking this dude up." Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's. I thought that thought was. Kind of funny, but it's probably the former, not the latter. Probably just custom and rock bottom. Yeah. Um. So then uh, he's waiting again, and the wind is blowing, uh, and it's blowing so hard that SpongeBob's glove hat get like it's on the side of his body now. Yeah. And then his balloon starts. Uh, yeah, he, I think he, he go- like goes to fix it. He goes to yeah. fix it, which causes him to let go of his balloon, which has boring. been floating there for him the whole time otherwise. But this time the wind is blowing, so off goes the balloon. No, yeah, no. no, he goes to get his balloon, and then the bus drives up and drives off again. And he's like, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. But then he looks over and he sees this new fish. And it has a red light on yeah, its head. Yeah, he, he, he gets off the bus. This is the only fish to get off the bus at all. Right, in, yeah, in this whole, fish gets off. The whole episode. When SpongeBob's balloon goes missing. And he's one of those fish that has the light attached to his head. And, and he's it's, got a, it's a red lips. light in this case. Yeah, um, and which means stop. Right, and he, <laughs> and he does not talk. He's got big purple lips. Um, because SpongeBob goes up to him and is like, can you help me? And the creature just does a raspberry, but he doesn't say any words. He, SpongeBob is trying to explain to him what he needs help with. Yeah. But then the creature, obviously listening to him the first time, because yeah. he says, can you help me? Right. So this fish takes it as, oh, okay, yeah, I'll help you. I'm yeah. going to go get your he balloon doesn't. for you. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs off after the balloon without saying any words. And SpongeBob's like, no, no, I need to know about the bus. Yeah, you know? not the balloon. I need to know when the next bus comes. And he's like, well, there goes another one. Or uh, that's when the bus comes and goes. and then, Yeah, and he runs after it and then right. runs back. And he's like, there goes another one. And then he's like, all right, I'm not leaving this spot no matter what. And then... I also wanted to say that fish, a lot of these small details you just like don't really look at until you like take a deep look. But that fish actually was wearing a bow tie, too. That oh, was yeah. like tied around I his did, neck. I did notice that, and I don't think I ever noticed it before. Yeah, I, I didn't either. make note of it, though. It was that's like funny. a green one. Yeah, so and uh, but SpongeBob is is says he won't move this from this spot no matter what. He's sitting at the bus stop, or he's not sitting; he's standing there. And time passes by as we see he has become droopy. Um, yeah. So no bus has come for quite some time now. And but then his stomach starts to grumble. Yeah, his like whole. I mean, up to his eyes, to his pants, essentially, is like rippling. Yeah, even to, more so with than the normal. sound effect of a grumbling <laughs> tummy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, getting hungry. And then he he's like, ooh, glove candy dispenser. 
And he's like, yeah. good thing I went to Glove World. And he squeezes out these gloves. This part was really memorable to me for some reason, too. Just that, eh, 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 eh. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, squeezes out a bunch of gloves <clears throat> out of one giant glove's right, thumb. Right, the thumb They all has shoot like out of a thumb, right. And yeah. he squeezes them out onto his tongue. They're all different colors, or a few different colors, anyway. And he's chewing them. Oh, they're gross. He spits, spits them, them out. out. They're glove flavored. Yeah, glove flavored. So it just tasted like plastic, but he bought them. Yeah. Or not plastic, rubber. Or whatever. I mean, gloves can be made yeah. out of. But when you look at it, it looks anything like. Anything that's not food. When you look at it, it looks like shreds on the ground. Like it looks like he was just eating, like, if you took a water balloon and you, like, chewed it and then spit it out. Hmm. I didn't even notice that. But, um,. At this point, he notices the candy machine across the street, which is spelled with a K and a backwards N. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, oh, kelp nougat crunch. Mm. He's like, that's just, my name. He's just thinking about it so lovingly. And he's like, no, I'm not leaving the spot no matter what. And then he's like, but I'll only be gone a second because his tummy yeah. growls again. And then he's like, he runs over the machine and while he is getting out his quarter, the bus drives up. He runs back. It's gone. Yeah. And he's like, hey. And, and his stomach growls again. So now he does the, I'm going to I'm gonna take a few steps and look back every few steps. Yep. And step, he keeps, step, look. Yep. Step, step, look. Eventually he gets to the I'm thing, good. takes out the quarter, and before inserting it, checks again. And there's, but there's no bus, so he puts it in, and that's when it comes, and then it's gone again. So he's willing to lose the quarter at this point. Like He's like, as long as I can get home, who cares about the quarter? Well, yeah, right. The bus is there. He's going to try to get on any bus. Yeah, that, that's that his can. number one priority. Right, So, but then he's like... He's like, okay, I'm gonna do it this time. He gets down into like the the like, uh, tra- you know, if you were running a race, he gets down into that stance, you know, yeah, with all, all all your you know your your feet back and your and your hands forward, like you're gonna get a good running start or not a running start. I'm I don't know what that's like called. A, it's just, not a three point stance, but it's like a three point stance. It's just like for the a general push off for the beginning. Yeah, of the race. yeah, push off for a race. I guess that's probably the right term. Uh, I don't know, but he I don't, I he's never ready. <laughs> so then he runs over and he like presses all these buttons on the machine. It's like you, usually you have to press two at most. I Even mean, then, though, he pressed them all, and you can actually see that they are like rock bottom. Like they're weird. Like they're not normal characters yeah. you know but he can read it and it's somehow getting, he reads them and because it gets punches the them all in really fast and i love the music too it's like dun-nit, 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 when he's like looking around like yeah. it's synced up with his movements the music because now he's like i just pressed all these real quick and then it's like he's oh, waiting for now it. here comes the candy and it's, it's and like it's that, unraveling that style that rolling uh wire style yeah corkscrew style of yeah. uh dispenser and, and he's like, come and on, it kind of gets on. caught, you know, and like, have you ever had that happen where I've had yes. it happen where I straight up don't even get the thing. And yeah. It's like, Fuck. I had it happen <laughs> like, at work. Yeah. And it's like, you want to shake the machine, but you know, that's how people die. Yeah. It's like, and oh. you don't want to be that guy shaking the fucking vending but machine. But you also don't want to be that guy like losing out on shit. Yeah, of course. But I've also been the guy who's like. Oh, two of these. Okay. Yeah, it's happened before, right? Yeah. I guess you get lucky sometimes, and sometimes you get unlucky. Yeah. But um, such is life. Anyway, it does. It falls down, and and then right as he goes to grab it, a bus comes and leaves. Yeah, and he 
he like runs over and and but then yeah he runs over he runs uh, back and forth across the street like a thousand times yeah um, basically but anyway he decides he's gonna go back and get his candy bar and then again another bus comes but this time SpongeBob is reaching for it but he stops as soon as he sees the bus and pulls back and the, yeah and the bus reverses. Yeah. And then as SpongeBob moves forward, the bus goes forward and the bus is yeah. literally moving so they're perfectly like, in sync with yeah, SpongeBob they're like back a teeter forth, totter, back. like right. you get closer, I get further. It's like back and forth. If if there was any one bus driver that it that it was, uh if I mean this bus driver might have been the bus driver from before cuz this is just like dickhead behavior. This there's no excuse for this. Why would a bus go back and forth and tease someone like that, you know? Yeah. There's no reason for him to do it other than he was messing with SpongeBob. But I love the gag too. Once SpongeBob does reach in, he pats the the candy bar. The candy bar like and it's like the It revs the engine. It's y- like vroom, yeah. Vroom. He's like testing it out and instead of grabbing it, he's like ha and he runs over really quick. See, yeah, I think he intentionally didn't grab it thinking yeah, if he grabbed it it, it would go. Yeah. But if he doesn't he's grab it it'll stay, this bus. right. But it does go away before he gets there and he's like, ah, now he like, so now he's going to go get his candy. But yeah. This is the dude with the big eye that came yeah, out of the bathroom. Same, same big eyeball guy. Uh, one, one eyeball guy. He just walks up, grabs the candy bar and walks away. Yeah. And which he's like, like, Hey, that was mine. Which is like so weird. So I think it is just considered that the custom in rock bottom is people are just kind of rude because yeah. that is a theme that kind of carries through everything. It is. Um, so he's like, hey, that was mine. And he walks over to the candy machine, but the guy's already gone. And then three buses, like, drive up and take Real off. fast. It's, and then he runs back, and, and no more there. And he, like, is shaking the bus sign. Like, ah, he's yeah. so mad. I remember really liking that as a kid, the effect of it, like, flinging and then continues to yeah. shake. And then... He's basically, he's like, all right, uh, you know, this is it. This is, this is business now. So he has put some barnacles. That's what he's yelling. I forgot as he's shaking. He's put, he's put some, right. He put some, uh, some plans into place. Yeah. So next time we see him, it like goes to a new scene. Yeah. He's at the candy machine, just standing still. A bus pulls up. Yeah. A bus pulls up and is waiting there for a while. And SpongeBob is actually across the street, tiptoeing towards the bus, but it takes off, and then the the cardboard cutout falls down. It as falls, we see, it falls forward. We, as we see across the street at the candy machine, which the person driving the bus would be able to see that it's a cardboard cutout. Yeah, similar to uh, in, Plankton's fake Krabby Patty. Right in Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the same joke. It's so like he would it doesn't make cut up the stand. He'd be able to tell that it wasn't SpongeBob. I mean, he wouldn't even think it was SpongeBob. It would look like who knows what's on the other it's side of that cardboard cardboard cutout. It's yeah. not colored on that side. Right. Um, so it's just a funny gag. But, you know, he's like tartar sauce. And then we see a bench at the, the bus stop. And it's clearly SpongeBob because it's yellow and brown. Yeah. But there wasn't a bench there before, obviously. Right. And then, you know, as soon as he allows his face to appear, the, the bus takes off. A bus stops and then his face pops out of the bench and then it takes off. Yeah. Fish paste. I just really remember those, like the tartar sauce fish paste. Like I remember him getting up. I, I don't know. It, this is a really memorable episode, I think, yeah. for me, probably for a lot of people. So then he gets into the bus station and it's like, first it's just, it looks like nobody's there. 
He's like, I'm getting to the bottom of this right now. I want to bust a bikini bottom. I am first in line and no one is going to tell me otherwise. And then he looks back and there's like this gigantic circular like orange fish. Oh, he's like green, a- bud. Sorry. Whatever. Is a I, I know. I'm just. It's just. It's just funny to me when you say the totally wrong color. I'm like, ooh. Oh, I could have just read the transcript, but I remembered him as being orange. I don't no, know. he's yeah, he's green. Sorry. And then he's like, oh, geez. I don't mean to do that to you. you it's know? okay. You're just explaining to the people. He's like, uh, obviously, he's kind of terrified. He's like, well, I'm second in line. I am second. And then there's like another giant, another like, huge fish that has like, blue. yeah, yeah. Purplish blue. Uh, he's got like some weird kind of like antenna type crap coming off his head, yeah. but he's wearing a shirt, I think. Right. Um, I think so. He's huge. But then the, and then he's like, okay, I'll take third. And then there's like a angler looking Third is fish. good. Yeah. yeah. It looks like an angler fish with, with the that. light. And, but this one is purple. Um, another big one, but then eventually, you know, he gets back to the back of the line. Yeah, where he's like fourth, not bad. Where there's <laughs> more regular looking fish. Yeah. Right. And they're smaller in size too. Yeah. More manageable. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, 329th. Yeah. Not even trying to like step in front of anybody anymore. Like to like, I'm, you know, I should be first or this. He's just like, now he's just going he's to like, the whatever. very back. Nobody yeah. forget it, but he's just, he's just upset, you know, and he's just, he just wants to go home. Like that's all he yeah. wants. But he and he's trying to be forceful so he can get his way. But he, he's like nine three hundred twenty ninth. Nobody forget it. And then just to make sure that nobody forgets it, this fish like uh, in front of him like leans back and drops this gigantic egg. It's like three times the size of SpongeBob. Regurgitates or this two egg times. out of his mouth. Yeah, onto it, SpongeBob's head. And it has it written in red the number three two nine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is totally weird, and I don't understand exactly. But yeah. he's like, well, at least the line is moving, as as we can hear the next. Yeah, yeah. so that's the first time. Other than the, the guy who just raspberried, this guy says next. Yeah, yeah someone so actually talks, right. Um, and he's like... And it's a rude thing to do when you're talking, so we can assume that these guys are kind of rude based on I that. I guess, yeah. But um, so now... Uh, the line is moving, it moves up, and then the egg on top of SpongeBob's head hatches, and three smaller fish that look like the other one. But lighter, too. Yeah, yeah, lighter colored. Yeah. As they would be, generally. Yeah. Um, yeah, they pot, They jump out, and now they're in line. <laughs> yeah, right. In front they, of SpongeBob. They're just in line, right. So now he went from 329 to 331. Yep, and... This is when SpongeBob goes ballistic and he like retracts into his uh, into his clothes. Yeah, yeah. And his arms and his head go in, but his legs his stay legs out. Stay out yeah. So he can like dance. He can like, I don't know, just rage around. Um, yeah. And uh, he's like freaking out, freaking out, and then he like gets out of it, and you can see everybody's just been staring at him, and then yeah. they turn and like they're normal yeah, again. they're all looking at him, throwing a fit, and then he's like. Uh, you know, time is moving on. We see the clock and it's a upside down bobber and it's got all weird, not the right numbers on it. And some of them are letters. And yeah. Well, like, from one to 12, it's like three period. It's just a dot W one, one, one in the same spot. Six, one, three again on the bottom. F X zero seven E. <laughs> 
Right. So it's a super weird clock. Um, yeah. Their, we just, their language is a bit more complicated than we know. Um, yeah. The whole time we're listening, it's like, it's like, <laughs> next. And the clock is moving, you next. know, and it's like, uh, next, next. And it's just SpongeBob, SpongeBob who's asleep. asleep standing up. Yeah. When is the next bus to Bikini Bottom? What? The bus schedule, the next bus. I can't understand your accent. The next bus to Bikini Bottom. Oh, why didn't you say so? Next bus leaves in five seconds. Ooh, tough luck, kid. That's the last one till morning. Oh, nope, you don't. Good night. Hold it, I'm not through here. Do you hear me? I demand you come back and get me a bus to Bikini Bottom right now. Until then, I am not leaving this spot. Puts the close sign up, which I noticed the close sign is spelled all regular regular letters. There's no backwards or upside down anything. We didn't mention that the attendant is also the guy who stole his candy bar, right? That came. Oh the yeah, yeah. We forgot yeah. that. It's the you same can't guy. see his face through the. There's like bar. It's a barred window. Right, right. It's the same guy. But anyway, he's a jerk because yeah. that's like what we were saying. Rudeness is a is a thing here in Rock Bottom, and then. The lights go off and SpongeBob's like, uh, okay, uh, I'll be here when you get back at this spot in the dark by myself with no one around. Oh, except my glove light. And he turns it on and it immediately basically breaks. <laughs> yeah. You can see like a little like lightning bolt almost and it like shorts out. And this for me coming up is probably one of the lines of the episode because yeah. it was very memorable for me. And it's something I think I even think to myself often today like yeah. this is not normal like this is advanced i thought it it was funny it's all, a this, meme too, all a the meme street template. lights were out um not that long ago in my hometown and what the heck like it was so dark it was like i couldn't believe how dark it was outside and i was like this is what life is like like before we created lights Life was a like nighttime is dark as fuck. I know. It's if crazy. there's no lights, it's crazy how like scary and dark. Imagine it is. having no shelter, like first right, just people, being you know? it being in complete darkness. Yeah, like so. Yeah, probably line of the episode. This isn't your average everyday darkness. This is advanced darkness. Definitely. It's uh, a popular meme meme template too. I didn't know that. What is the what is the meme? You know, it's like a lot of it's like somebody posts something. This and isn't it's like, whatever. This is yeah, advanced. This isn't whatever. your everyday stupid. This Re- is advanced. Stupid, yeah, sure, sure. Know? Okay. Um. So he's like, hey, maybe he's like, I just got to close my eyes and it's not so dark. So closing his eyes is less dark than this advanced darkness in rock bottom. <laughs> right. I mean, I get I kind of get where he's coming from. It's like my own created simulated darkness, you know? Yeah. And then you hear raspberries like off in the the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, huh? I love this huh? part so Who's much. That? It's funny, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> and he's just like uh well, I guess that spot'll be there tomorrow. You know, he's getting nervous because of the raspberries. Uh I better just keep walking and they continue. I think I better just keep walking. <laughs> running! Better start running, running, running. Sprinting! Yes! I just gotta keep sprinting! Ah! Sitting, sitting, 
bleeding. Yeah, and then and it's run. like a it's like a panicked sprint. Like his yeah, arms like, are all ah. over the place. Yeah, and he's his like body is like getting small and stuff too. Yeah, and, and he uh, runs right into the road that's going directly upward. Right, and he falls, and his nose is like pushed inside of his head, smashed in like his like his tongue went and stepped on a rake. <laughs> Um, and then all like his eyes look like they're even like squished in and there's like scallops floating around his head, like birds, like he's knocked out and he just goes sitting, sitting, bleeding. It's funny though. There's birds around the head and earlier there's stars around the head of the guy getting smacked. It's kind of funny that there's both in one episode. Yeah. Um, Um, but at this point he's, yeah, he's bleeding and then he hears the, the raspberry again He's like, who's there? That's enough. Don't come closer. I'm warning you. And he keeps like shrinking in yeah. size until he's like, I'm a sponge. He's I like, love I'm that. warning you. I'm a sponge. I, like that's his warning. This is kind of a similar stupid, stupid type thing to earlier where it's like SpongeBob is looking right at him. We, the audience can't see what's coming towards him, but yeah. theoretically he should be able to but see. But it's so dark. Yeah. But that fish has a light on too. Like, you would think you'd be able to be like, oh, it's that red fish, and he's got my balloon. You'd think you'd be able to see that. You know what I mean? Spoiler alert. Because then the the red light. said that, like, every episode. Yeah, you always do. It's stupid. You're dumb. Um, The red light appears before the fish, and the fish is there. Yeah, so the guy chasing him was just the fish. Yep. From uh, before. Yeah, the same same one who didn't talk and just only spoke in raspberries. He's like, oh, it's only you. Right. And he's like... And he gives him his balloon, ties it around his wrist for him. And he's like, well, that solves that problem. But I have a bigger problem. Yeah, my balloon problem. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm stuck here. I need to get a bus home. Do you understand a word that I'm yeah. saying? While he's saying that, the fish is like blowing up his balloon. And right. also he put a light in it because his balloon is illuminating. Not just the fish himself, but the whole balloon is lit up. Hmm. I didn't even notice that. But that yeah, makes that's sense. why you can see what like what's happening but theoretically uh i think balloons would like sort of transmit light but it didn't earlier is what i'm saying oh okay gotcha um so but then yeah he just keeps blowing up his balloon and he's like and he's trying to tell him he's like balloon has enough air thanks (laughs) and then yeah and he's floating upwards at this point and he's like hey i get it balloon travel Thanks, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And SpongeBob's yeah. kind of like, oh, he's like, oh, geez, that well, you probably do, looks you stupid. Do see, you do see him waving at yeah. first, but yeah, and then it's right. SpongeBob right, realizes like, like oh, oh, he spoke regularly. He, he knew how to speak like me. And he could talk the whole time and he was just helping me. Right. Um, um, but it's it's strange, too, because why wasn't that fish just more straightforward before? He's just a weird fish, obviously. I mean, he didn't know. I don't know. He like SpongeBob, probably the raspberry that he used was an affirmative. Well, kind of like arg, you know, but I'm just saying SpongeBob spoke to him and yeah. he didn't say any, he didn't speak normal back, even though he knows how to at the beginning or yeah. right there. Well, at, at the, the beginning, beginning, he was probably he was just right away. He was like, oh, shit, I got to get his balloon. Yeah, I guess. No time to he talk. Asked, he asked for help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then SpongeBob floats all the way up. It takes it over. takes him straight to his house. And like, that, <laughs> and it's like, what a lucky obviously thing. Obviously, it's day. Well, not obvious, but it's daytime there. You know, I'm assuming it's the next morning. 
right? Yeah, right. Like or, this was an all night affair, or it's even the same day. Well, I, w- I because, guess, I guess you know, we don't fair. technically see it go night. We're just in rock bottom. But it's always dark. But the bus station closes, which would lead you to believe oh, that true. it would be late at night potentially. Right. So by the time he gets back, it's like it's morning. It floats him all the way. That's back. what I always read it as. But I guess you're right. It really could be any time. It yeah. could be the same day. It could be several days who knows yeah I mean, we don't know if the rock bottom days are like different schedule because they won't do theirs based it could be on how much light but is there it, right it's always it's always dark down there so yeah. um so he gets all the way back to his house and he goes ah home at last and the second he drops and like his feet hit the ground the balloon pops it's yeah, like it's like perfect oh, can't go anymore it was yeah, like a perfect i always remember that as a kid like <laughs> that's kind of okay. funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then Good old Patrick, who apparently got picked up at his house. Yeah, or <laughs> um, somewhere in that direction. Yeah, and uh, is on is on a bus, and he's got his head out the window, and he's like, "Okay, SpongeBob, I'm coming back for you." And it's yeah. actually it's 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 good the way that they did it because he's out the window that's closest to the camera, right? Which yeah, he so, should be, so we can see him, but also but he can't, he can't see, see SpongeBob standing right he's there on the opposite side. Um, and that's it, bubble transition, and we're out. I would say this one probably my favorite that we've watched yet. Um, I would say these two. I mean, I would say this episode is my favorite pair of episodes that like I yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, as a pair for sure. Yeah. But just by itself, I think. Even ro- Rock Bottom is really high up on my list because like I, it really was. This is one of the most memorable ones that I've watched thus far. I know there will be more that I remember as we go forward. Uh, more so, but yeah, really like this one a lot. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a thrill ride, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like a thrill ride at glove world. That's it for episode 17. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's correct. 17. Yep. Um, and, uh, oh my God, what great episodes they were. Um, if you're a new listener or listener to our podcast, I urge you to, you know, go back and listen to the rest of them, but also like watch these episodes, especially these ones Arg, rock bottom, watch them, relive them and, you know, enjoy cause they're awesome. Um, but I have been Alexander Beardsley, AKA Ashton Waganda spelled A S H T O N W A G A N D H A. That is where you will find me on the internet at that, uh, that thing that I just spelled. And, um, Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, the Stripe Sweater Podcast. We appreciate you all so much. Um, we, of course, are all over the internet. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Stripe Sweater Productions. You can find us on YouTube at Stripe Sweater Productions. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, let us know. And you know what? If you're enjoying yourself, do us a huge favor. Leave us a review and or rating. We would be super stoked on that. Thank you so much. I'm Zach Main. Uh, totally rad underscore Zach mystified. Uh, email us at stripesweaterproductions at gmail.com. Look for us everywhere. Uh, love you guys. This was a great one. Uh, I wanted to point out that I was looking up what the next episodes are on here, which next week we're going to get to Texas. Huge episode. And Walking Small, which I I had to look up what that was. I didn't know it by title, but I don't think I do either. But I think I could put it together. What do you think it is? Because it's a good one. 
it's got to be something about walking tall. Obviously, it's like a you got it. You got it slightly it. backward. Well, yes, you're right. That's the is, that's does the play. it involve plankton? Yes. Okay, it's the one where he. Yeah, the, the it's a really good one. Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Oh, it's man. a really good okay. one. I so know. those are going to be great. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. With this, we leave you with a final question. Yeah. A question that has been passed down from generation to generation looking for a possible answer that could change the world. If one song could change the world... <laughs> Are you going to ask me or should I ask you? I'm asking you. Okay. It's, it's been At, Okay. How about you ask me and you also ask the audience and you, the audience, get a hold of us on social media and tell us what you would do if you were in this situation. Yeah. I want someone to know. Nobody has been hitting us up lately, but people are watching or listening. We're seeing it on there. Right. Like, so don't be shy, guys. Yes. I know that uh, you think you're never going to get it because we're sweet and shy. We're oh so shy, but don't be. Yeah. But. Dump all those feelings in the river. What in the absolute would you do with one drunken sailor? The sailor is played by Matthew McConaughey. So, the sailor has gigantic forearms. He has an anchor tattoo on his forearms. Uh-oh. He has a hat. He's wearing a sailor getup. And his face looks like he, he like would make a mean face at somebody so long that it got stuck that way. And he eats spinach and he says... Or not, not like <laughs> ugga gug. It's more like. <laughs> and Doesn't an he... odd duck goes by the name of Popeye, and he's looking for his olive oil, and he's waking you up because he cannot find his olive oil. What in the world are you gonna do? Well, Popeye the sailor man. I say, I say. Let's let's pop that spinach and get to it, Popeye. Yeah, you wouldn't be mad that he woke you up, even though he's drunk as well. Oh, he, I forgot he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Shit. No, I'd go with him. I'd say I'd say pour me a drink, pour and give me a b- big can of spinach. Let's do this. It's like your gimmick. You guys would be perfect together. You I know. need a Popeye. People or you do. Need to be Popeye, it's actually right? very common that people are like, "You need spinach." Like people say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, good. I guess you would just help him. Maybe he's looking for some oil to put on his pan, or maybe he's looking for a woman. We'll never know. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah. All right, well, join us next time. That's it. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. I am what I am, and that's all that I am.